Hello, my name is Yoshi Shungu and I'm a program manager at the Department of Sociology at LSE. I am also a committee member of Embrace, LSE's Black and Global Majority Staff Network. Embrace was created to build and foster a diverse community of cultural exchange across LSE. Since it was established, the network has grown in its advocacy for issues advancing race equity for students, academics and staff. Embrace the Journey is a four-episode podcast series taking a look at Embrace's history over the years, speaking with the leaders who have shaped the network since it was founded. In this episode, we sat down with Daniel Beckley, who founded Embrace in 2010. We delved into why Daniel felt the need to launch a brand new staff network focusing on race and diversity at LSE. Hello, my name is Kojo PJ, and I am the host of the Embrace the Journey podcast series. Today, to kick off the series, I am joined by the spectacular Daniel Beckley, who founded Embrace in 2010. We're going to talk a little bit about the emerging need for Embrace and the conditions at the London School of Economics that led Daniel to start the network in the first place. Daniel, to hand over to you, please uh, introduce yourself and tell us about who you are. Yeah, thanks, Kojo. My name is Daniel Beckley. For the past 15 years, I have proudly worked as a security officer within LSC. So um, in 2010, I founded Embrace, which became LSC first ever Black, Asian and minority ethnic staff network. I'm happy at this present time to say, with the support of many colleagues, members like yourself, Kojo, our community has grown rapidly and we continue to represent um, celebrate and inspire change for all the Black and minority ethnic staff throughout this school, throughout LSE. Embrace for me is one of a few initiatives that I have been involved in within the school. Also in um, 2016, I was part of the founding team that launched LSE Rejoice. LSE Rejoice was a praise and worship group formed to connect colleagues through their faith in God. Because, uh, I mean, I think it's very important for me, I mean, and uh, for a lot of other colleagues that joined us in LSE, um, rejoice. And also, for the few years, I have been running Skipping Fitness class called Skip Fit within the school, which helped to share the joy of movements and also helped to encourage students and staff to incorporate regular exercise within um, their hectic daily routine. So that's my intro, Kojo. Brilliant. Thank you. Um, looking So looking at the formation of Embrace, uh, you said you founded it in 2010. Can you talk a bit about the challenge that you saw at LSE that initially inspired a race-focused network? Yeah, sure. Um, you see, at the time, Black and minority ethnic staff, we actually make up a small, very small percentage of the workforce within LSE. It's even smaller than the, um, than the current um, proportion at the moment. So um, many of us at that time, many of us worked in separate departments and we were often the only form of ethnic representation within our team. If we come together, I believe, we will form a more potent voice, you know, um, one that 
would become stronger and more effective in igniting change. So that change would also help us connecting our community together. That will make us a little bit more powerful in, in, in projecting things. And also, um, it will also help provide a safe space for each of us to share openly and discuss pressing topics, which were there's a lot of pressing topics during that time, especially with the Equality 2010 Act. It also helps to enable us to align on the change warranted that will help us to move LSE forward and act together in order to make that sort of change happen. So embrace was not just for us, but for future generations to come. That's what that, that was that was my 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 thought. I mean, 12 years on, I mean now um, embrace is stronger than ever. It actually fills my heart, to be honest. I have to say this, you know, with, with joy. When actually I think about the initiatives we have helped to move forward um, within the school, within LSE, and also the amazing, just the amazing work that the team, the committee, the LSE community, they've, they've done throughout the school, year in and year out. So it's amazing, yeah. Just looping back slightly, you mentioned that when forming Embrace, you were looking at this from the perspective of establishing a safe space for Black, Asian and minority ethnic staff to discuss pressing topics and having a more potent voice. Um, can you elaborate on what, what you believe is a unique experience about the unique experiences of Black and Asian minority ethnic staff and academics at LSE? Yeah, fine. Thanks. Thanks, because that's a good question. For me, I think culture was an important part of our experiences. And through this sort of connection, I believe we're able to sustain a unique bond that goes beyond a common workplace. So um, also the, the support from HR and the directorate office, you know, at the, you know it, it helps, I have to say. I mean, and also looking at how we are working together within the LSE community and work with other um, LST network like Spectrum, Power, Disability, Students' Union. That is, this is the key important part, making sure that academics don't feel more important than support staff, because this is a, a kind of it's a school environment. So we have to make sure that that is not, they don't see themselves important than support staff. And also for, um, for us, for all, every staff, all staff basically are seen to be relatively treated equally. That's another key. Peoples all start to be treated equally across levels, all levels. So that that was, yeah, that was what I would say. Okay, so pivoting towards the future, what is your hope for the future of LSE and the future of Embrace? I think the fact that you've been, again, founded Embrace, this, this huge network that is doing so much across the school and um, has continued to grow over time. You mentioned that 12 years on since since you began, that the network is stronger than ever and this fills your heart with joy. Um, when you think about the future of LSE and the future of Embrace, what, what comes to mind for you? Yeah, um, for me, I, I've been thinking about this. Um, for me, it's, it's more, it's these two words that comes into my mind all the time. It's, it's just two simple words, I would say. More impact. More impact. The reason why I say more impact is, I mean, it, we have... We do continue to make the experience of black minority um, and ethnic, uh, black minority and ethnic staff um, 
and academics at LSC, the experiences to make it much better, breaking boundaries as well is so important, you would not even believe. Breaking boundaries of opportunities and placing LSC in the lead of diversity and inclusion for um, black minority and ethnic staff. Also, I just want to say like, you know, LSC embrace, I mean, is something the school should look at to have a seat at the table I mean, a seat that will help us provide the voice for all black minority ethnic staff, yeah? Because that's, having that seat at the table is so important, you know, within the school. And, 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 and to act also, for Embrace to act also as a positive partner to assist in creating a more rewarding experiences for all within LSC. I mean, I mean though I, I have to say, though sometimes we look like we are unconnected. And sometimes I think we do look like we are unconnected to be, to be fair, to be honest. Um, I, I believe the school itself as a whole is rich in diversity from the workplace to the students we bring through the door, you know, each year um, with the diversity that comes, as everybody knows, like with the diversity that comes, new interesting and exciting perspective that, uh, you know, that are able to act as a fuel for positive change. LSE is so diverse. I mean, student-wise, it could not, it's like, it's like almost the whole world is there. All tribe, cultural, nation, individuals. So it, it, it is, you know, so having as that positiveness as, as a fuel for positive change, we as Embrace, I, I believe should continue and we will continue to provide a platform for that champion, to, to champion this um, perspective. But I also believe at the end of the day, it is up, definitely it has to be up to the school to listen, learn, and act. So if only the school can listen, learn, and act, I think we'll definitely uh, move things better and move things forward. Sticking on the subject of the future, you mentioned LSE being a melting pot of diversity, um, but also issues of staff representation at sort of the highest um, level of power within the school. What do you think LSE needs to do to advance or continue advancing race equity? Wow, that's, that's another good question. Yeah, um, it's, I believe there are, in my mind, I think there are three key things that, um, which I've already mentioned before, Kujo, to be honest. Um, um, they have to listen. They have to learn. And LSE, they have to act. I mean, as we all know, is the subject we're talking about here, race equality, is something that can't be solved overnight. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people know that. It's a goal. It's 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 a goal, but a journey. So, what requires is um, uh, is is that continuous and regular strive to provide equitable opportunity. Equitable opportunity. I have to say it again because. If everybody can have that equitable opportunity for everyone, you know, um, practical steps that will include representation on boards and uh, boards of governors and divisions, you know, departmentals uh, would sort of like help to make part of the organization, um, addressing bias through training, you know, and leadership development. These are very important things. And also creating the most important thing also I have to say Kujo, is creating that financial incentives that um, for tracking and reporting 
of diversity and inclusive at the school, at LSC. So embrace, for me, is a, a valuable asset for the school. I mean, the school has to accept that. It is a valuable asset for the school. We, at the moment, we are able to provide first-hand insights about experiences of Black minority and ethnic staff throughout the school, throughout LSE. We also provided a consistent medium in which um, also we can able to communicate information with the um, leadership team. It's also another step in the right direction. So... The owners instead on them to extract key learnings from these insights and use it to set out a course of action. One that once again should be shaped by the community, by, by you know, the, the LSE community that will bring us closer to our goal of a more equitable working environment for all. This part of the flywheel, which I believe, you know, LSE, you know, within LSE, it's often left out, but also essential, to be honest. It's no point of listening if nothing comes from it. Words from the lips, but actions from the heart. That is my last quotation, I believe, that needs to be happening. Thank you. Um, so, Daniel, I hear you run a skip fit class, and the rumor is that it's pretty brutal. I mean, I'm phrasing it that way, but obviously I'm an alumni of, of your skip fit class and have experienced it firsthand. Um, can you talk about what the class is like for the uninitiated and what motivated you to run it at LSE? Yeah, thanks, Kojo. Um, skipping, skipping classes is very vital. I mean, I just had one a um, couple of weeks ago for the mental health, you know, um, where individuals attend and it was a good session. Everyone enjoyed it. It was, you know, for me, it, it, it all comes back to the power of we, W-E, and, um, and the energy that comes from connecting a community of people together that want to achieve a common goal. So um, in this case, the common goal was keeping fit. So in my early days, as a lot of people know, um, I used to train as a boxer and skipping was an important part of my weekly routine. So, um, so sure, it, it, it can be, it was, uh, it was physically rewarding but more importantly, it was fun and enjoyable. So um, obviously, after um, observing that there was no free outlet for regular exercise classes within the school, absolutely no free ones. So um, I thought weekly skipping classes was an opportunity to get people moving, you know, but also provided a much welcome hub for connecting with new people. And it was all free. You don't have to pay to come to my skipping class. You just have to make the time, get a skipping room, and that's it. I mean, it, it, skipping can it can definitely be intense, but that is all part of the fun. I mean, the team, um, my, my, my members, the ones that attend, staff and students, they all really enjoyed it. So, you know, as I say, it's, it's, it's a good form of exercise. Yeah, and I'll keep it going. Absolutely. I'm glad to hear you'll keep it going. Um... I had a great time attending your skip fit classes and it, it, it was such a wonderful experience for me as a new staff member to meet other members of staff and um, to practice boxing, which is something I, I hadn't done up until I started attending the class. And um, it's such a wonderful, wonderful thing you've created. Yeah, with that, we can draw to a close. Uh, Daniel, thank you so much for your time and for talking about the history of Embrace um, and, 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 and where it began. Um, 
wishing you a pleasant day and, and, and thank you everybody for listening. Uh, please do tune in to the rest of the series as we'll be talking to some of the other um, amazing people who have contributed to building this, this wonderful network at LSE. Thank you, good God bless you. Take care. Bye. You too, Daniel. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in. Join us for the next episode where we'll sit down with Marlene Worrell, one of the earliest chairs of Embrace, where we'll discuss the experiences of leading a new network that champions race and diversity.